Hey friends, Ashton here, and welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. We're going straight into it today, and uh, you've got me unplugged, which I do not know the last time we did this, but um, it feels good to be back home here uh, processing with you in real time the inner narrative that I'm having, uh, which is kind of weird but so fun. You know, it seems like every year I I come to this time of year and I come to you here at our podcast community and I start processing the fall. I start processing autumn. I start uh, 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 having a conversation with the trees. And um, that's the name of today's podcast. It's called A Conversation with the Trees. And so if, if you guys... Have been here a while. You know that um, there's always something stirring within me when it comes to this season. There's something that when the trees begin to do their dance, uh, I'm alive. It's like 54 degrees, and things are moving from green to different colors, and change is on the way. And I just absolutely love it. It's one of my most favorite times when the universe does something that speaks deeply to my Franciscan soul. And so um, I just wanted to come. I, I literally, I'm looking at six or seven bullet points. No planning whatsoever. Maybe this is uh, maybe this is like a conversation with the trees 5.0. I think, I think we've maybe done this almost every autumn. Um, but uh, I wanted to share my thoughts and what's going on, and maybe something here could invite you into a lighter and brighter, more rested, more renewed, more joyful, more peaceful place and state of consciousness. That's the goal. So um, welcome back. Glad you're here. A conversation with the trees. Brief overview. Here's where we're going. We've got a few bullet points, so might as well give you a, a Shakespearean preview as to what we're doing here. Uh, you know, I got a poem. I always read a poem that uh, I wrote a few years back. Um, I wanted to chat through my experience with the nature-based theology. I wanted to talk about panentheism. I wanted to speak about liminal space. I want to move into a place of surrender I want to talk about the war on drugs, which is a band, by the way. Uh, I want to talk about alertness, and then we'll be out of here. (laughs) So that's where we're going. Uh, A poem. So many, many years ago, when I woke up to the reality of just how special Autumn was to me, uh, I wrote this poem, and it was one of those poems where sometimes you just write something, and it comes out in about 30 seconds, and you're like, that's it. Um, I've thought about revamping it at times, but no, this is, this is it. And so guess what this poem is called? It's called Autumn. How creative is that? Autumn. Ego of the trees fading away. Green to gold to bourbon fade. Night stays long, the candles friend. A majestic unwind curls spring's next grin. So now may we waltz with what sheds in the fall, 
for there is no other way to rise through it all, grounded in love and making room for the bloom. Autumn, the first verse of To Be Continued. So that's where we're going. That's where we're going. So um, I want to chat through my experience uh, of uh, having a dialogue with the universe. And if that, if, if that narrative, if that language freaks you out, uh, please, please find another word that maybe centers, aligns better. Um, God, love, spirit, source, uh, creative energy, um, whatever may align with you, just know that, that we're, we're probably talking about the same thing here. Um, and, uh, at a very young age, I, I had a sense that, uh, and this would, this would always happen to me when I would be like in the woods hunting or, or, uh, walking through a forest, approaching a river, fly fishing. I, I, I had this keen sense of awareness that I wasn't alone, that uh, I, I, was, I, was, I was in something, I was a part of something, um, I was in something, maybe, maybe you've heard it this way, put, put this way before, I was, I, was, I, was, I was in something where I had my being, in which I live, moved, and have my being, and, and I would get this when I was outside and alone and in solitude and with nature. And, and, and I really think that, that when the trees begin to do their autumn dance, it, it's like it reinvigorates this conversation within me. Uh, it, it, it's like all of a sudden the world is kind of like, hey, remember, remember us? Remember what we're doing here? We're, we're, we're on a journey. Uh, there, there, there's something I'm inviting you into. There's a way that the world works, and if you will step into that way, if you will step into that flow, if you will join it, if you will accept its invitation, lightness and brightness and renewal and peace and joy and rest and sustainability are a part of the whole shebang. And some of y'all, you know, this conversation today, you may be like, this is so Enneagram 4 metaphorical for me, and I apologize, uh, but um, I, I do think there's something here. There, there, there's an invitation that always happens when the fall does its thing. And so um, nature's always spoken to me in, in a very, I didn't have the language for it, but in a very Franciscan, you know, brother-son and Sister Moon way. And in, in, in my years and studying with Father Richard Rohr, you know, it, I, I loved when he said that nature actually is the first scriptures. Nature is actually the first sticky notes given to us from the divine. They kind of go, hey, there's, there's, there's a way things are, and you can fight it, or you can join it. You, you, can, you can surf its wave, or you can get frustrated by it. And, and the hurdle with kind of viewing nature like this is it, it is so against our Western way of doing things. It, 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 it bashes against a lifestyle where everything is up and to the right. 
It goes against the American scorecard. It, it, it goes against uh, uh, labeling everything good, bad, right, or wrong. It, 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 nature just kind of says, hey, this just is what it is. This is just, this is just the music. This is just how it works. This is, this is the stanza. This is the chorus. This is the bridge. This is how the whole thing tunes up into a big, lovely something. And so when I speak of this idea of a conversation with the trees and, and what could, you know, God may be wanting to, to share with all of us, well, well, of course, like right out of the gate, I mean, you understand that the, the great invitation is change. And if there's one thing that I have fought in my life that, that, that's been my hurdle to navigate, it, it, it's change. And the older I get, the, the more I'm starting to learn that, that change isn't something to fight. Change is an invitation. Uh, we, we are all in the process of becoming something different than we are. We're all in this transition of becoming something more loving more peaceful, more patient, more kind, something with more self-control. And so I just want to invite us all to that today. And if some of this is kind of like, why, why, why a conversation with the trees? Well, let me invite you into a dialogue called panentheism. Now, some of you guys maybe have heard of pantheism, the whole idea that like everything is God, the tree is God. Uh, that animal is God. Um, that isn't what we're speaking about here. Pan, that's, that, that would be pantheism. Panentheism is this idea that uh, everything is in God and we are all in God. That, that God is in all things and we are in God. That's how that could be said. Put it another way. Everything is in love and love is in everything. Spirit is in everything and we are in the Spirit. Do, do, you, do you hear that invitation? Do you, do you hear the idea of a sacred and profane, uh, this idea of, of heaven and earth melting away and actually heaven smashing into earth and, and being this lovely, beautiful, complex, interesting, diverse, and yet unified piece of music? And so a conversation with the trees is, is it's actually, when, 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 when I move into autumn, I move into a place where there's no separation between me and autumn. We actually become one conversation. It's not uh, subject-object, right? Ashton-autumn, Ashton-tree. It's actually subject-to-subject. It's this, this oneing, O-N-E-I-N-G, this idea of wanting where a beautiful <clears throat> something can happen. And truly, I think what, what, what is going on in the fall is, uh, and I keep using the word invitation because I, I, the, the, it's an invitation to participate in the liminal space. In the place, remember we had a conversation not long ago with Doug Scott where he said liminal space is when you're, you're in between an old room and a new room. The new room's familiar. It's golden. You've been there. It's warm. The, 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 or the old room is familiar. It's golden. It's warm. The, the new room is different. It's eclectic. 
it, you, it, it's mysterious. You haven't been there yet. And yet, it's like you're, you're leaning your ear against the wall and you know there, there's a song that's in there. You don't know all the lyrics, but you're feeling the beat a bit. You, you, you're like, that is a room. There's a song in there I need to get to that I haven't experienced yet. That is the liminal space. And, it, and it's actually the place where we learn what it means to be human where we do hold gently our humanity and our divinity. We, we hold our knowing and our unknowing. We, we, we let go of our certitudes and, and we, we hold to our faith that which we hope for and certain of what we do not see. It, it, it's, it's the liminal space is the collision of paradox. It's where, it's where, we bring it all in there, and you confess that you don't know it all, but you also confess that you've learned a few things, and you actually do know a few things. And so as you move into your narrow path of mystery, you, you, you bring your map of the past, and you cling to that which is good, true, and beautiful, but, but, but you also let go of maybe some things that got you to the last room but now they may not get you to the new room. And you thank them. That, that, that I, think, I think that is when we speak of this idea of the leaves changing and the leaves falling, the concept of surrender, of letting go, there is some narrative, some belief, some, some ways of being, some worldview, some, some things that got you where you are, and you need to thank them for that. You don't curse them. You, 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 you don't deny that past. Remember, you include it, and then you transcend it. And then you siphon out that which is good, true, and beautiful. You, you siphon out that which can be a candle, a flashlight, a light torch on your path, and you, you move into the new room. And it's different. And you don't know everyone. Um, but you find some new friends, some old friends join you, uh, and then remember the pattern, right, of liminal space, is at some point the new room actually one day will become the old room again. This is the pattern of everything. This is the, this is the rhythm of everything. This is, this is, this is the pattern of resurrection, right? And, and, and I think that is why the invitation of having a conversation with the trees in the autumn, I have found to be so very important on the path of mystery. And so maybe it's some reflection that uh, needs to be done this year. Maybe it's a walk around the block each day. I invite you, find a couple of trees that have just started to make their dance, right? They're just leaving the green. It's kind of turning a little yellowish, maybe a little red, maybe a little orange. They, they all do their different things. Depends on the species of tree. But, but watch them each day. I've already found a couple. One is just getting after it, right? It is just making its move into something different. It's moving into its place of surrender. And here's the crazy thing. Right before the surrender and the let go, in my opinion, from where I sit, is actually the most beautiful thing 
that's out there. The most beautiful moment of the tree. It, 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 it lets go of what it thought it was. It, it lets go of its certitude. It lets go of uh, its form and fashion and flair. And it actually realizes that it's grounded, that it's rooted in something, that it's, it's been held by something all along. The, the, the pattern, what the pattern unveils to us in the autumn is that form is always going to be changing, but formless will always be there. So we get caught up in doing and having. We get caught up in our leaves. We get caught up in growing our leaves. We get caught up in leading with our leaves. We, gr- we get caught up in leading with our roles and our incomes and our opinions and our beliefs, all of which are these places of form that we exchange out there in the marketplace, and, and, and we let go of those. Because remember, it's be, do, have. You, you can have, you can do all you want, you can have all you want, but if you do not have the grounded sense of being, all of your doing and all of your having will be an endless, unsustainable cycle of trying to gather and collect more and build more and do more and produce more and be more efficient, etc. And so Autumn's invitation is surrender. Autumn's invitation is letting go. As maybe you take a walk around these neighborhoods, wherever you're at, I know we all have different autumn seasons, but no matter where you're at, maybe something, maybe you could be invited into something. Maybe there's a narrative that you just can't get out of your head. Maybe that needs to be let go. Maybe a worldview, maybe a worldview that actually helped get you out of a dark place at one time. But now that view actually is causing some challenges. Maybe that that worldview is now creating an us versus them state of consciousness within you, and you keep feeling as though there is some beautiful we that we are all called to. Maybe you need to forgive someone, right? And forgiveness, uh, forgiveness is when their nails get pulled out of your skin, and, 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 and you hold the keys to that, right? It's not something that they do or don't do. It's, it's your place of letting go of the grudge. Maybe there's a habit that needs to go. I don't know. But I think Autumn is inviting all of us into the surrender and into the beautiful letting go. And it is trying to tell us this is the way. This is beautiful. This is something that can be sustainable. This is something that brings rest and renewal and rejuvenation and joy and peace and lightness and brightness and love and patience and kindness and goodness, right? This is, this is what we are all after, right? And, and the reality is it's actually always available. It's the leaves in our lives, right? 
that sometimes get in the way. And that doesn't mean that they're bad, but at some point we start thinking that we are about our external appearances, our Instagram feeds, our branding and our companies, our net worths, our fashion, our vehicles, where we live. And that's all form. The playing field is even. The place of total gift, the place of total abundance is actually already available within you. It isn't, is the abundant life available? Autumn is asking the question, are you? Are you available to let go of some of your illusions so that you may penetrate those illusions and touch the capital R real? The place of source, the place of creative energy, the place of love. And, and, and when we emerge from that place, tell me that's not heaven on earth. Tell me that that is not a different way of being in the world. Can you imagine your life? Can you imagine today if you just didn't have a scorecard on every moment and on everything and on everybody? Can you imagine the state of your consciousness, if every moment and everything and everybody didn't have to have a checklist of right or wrong, good or bad, in or out, with you or against you. I think that this, this is a great and beautiful invitation. And the latest record from the War on Drugs, I've absolutely loved. There's a song that's called uh, I don't live here anymore. And um, there's a lyric in there that says, is, is, is life dying in slow motion or getting stronger every day? Is life dying in slow motion or getting stronger every day? And I would say the answer is yes. Yes. Outwardly, our leaves are falling but inwardly, we are being renewed day by day by day. David White has uh, a line, I believe, in his poem that's called Everything is Waiting for You. I think that's the name of the poem. And he says, Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. And so may you be invited into that alertness. May the trees moving from green to gold to bourbon fade usher in a new state of consciousness from which you can emerge as a lighter and brighter soul in the places that you've been entrusted, the, the workplace that you've been entrusted, the families, the relationships. What the world is longing for is souls that are tuning up to how things are. And as the majestic unwind curls spring's next grin, you are actually preparing the way for your next bloom. If you want to bring some flowers into the world, if you want to bring some aroma into the spaces you've been entrusted, you actually may just need to let go of some things today. And the letting go of those leaves 
eventually fertilizes the soil, which holds that who you are and who you've always been, your being, your groundedness, your centeredness. May we let go of that which we cling so hard to and claim as form in our life. The illusions, may we let them go. The narratives, may we let them go. The stories, may we let them go. The checklist, the scorecard, the comparisons, all of that, may we let it go. And may we emerge into something lighter, brighter, and more mysterious than we could have ever imagined. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebirds sing, and be love. Thank you.